0: entrepreneur on fire 491
1: failures aha moments i've made it moments and the lightning round seven days a week join john lee dumas and today's entrepreneur on fire
0: working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations timing is one want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. At Business Apps, they've designed several mobile apps to fit any small business, from restaurants to realtors. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-apps.com and start creating mobile apps today. Okay, Fire Nation, Let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Jake Weatherly. Jake, are you prepared to ignite?
1: You know what, John? You've been stacking wood all weekend, and I just showed up with a can of gas and a Zippo. Let's light (laughs) this thing up.
0: Love it, Fire Nation. Jake is the CEO and co-founder of Shear ID, the pioneer of instant customer eligibility verification services for retailers, a fearless backcountry skier fat out of hell mountain biker, global trekker, and rare car collector, Jake doesn't do anything part way. He's just one of those people who seem to have 28-hour days and eight-day weeks. Sounds familiar, Jake, and I've given listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business.
1: Okay. Thanks, John. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, First of all, before we get started, I want to uh, say a special thank you from my heart. We work a lot with uh, military families, active duty veterans, retirees, and uh, I want to thank you for your service. We're out there trying to honor service members on a daily basis, and uh, this is just a great opportunity to be be with you here today, so thanks for that.
0: Well, we appreciate your appreciation.
1: So let me um, give you... A background here, as you've asked. Um, I think kind of it all starts uh, as I went from high school to college and uh, went east to a little private school called Middlebury College. Pretty much chose that school uh, because they own their own ski mountain. So they really stand <laughs> out in terms of what's important to me. Um Had a really big crash on the race course and ripped apart my shoulder, which gave me, I guess the opportunity is a good way to look at it, to be laid up after (laughs) surgery that summer between freshman and sophomore year. And during that time, I decided that uh, it was time for me to basically go west, son. And so packed up the car, sight unseen, headed to Eugene, Oregon, Uh, landed there in September. And in October... I was hired as the 12th employee uh, by Tim Berry, who's the founder of Palo Alto Software. So I was going to college uh, focusing on uh, religious studies and geography, uh, philosophy, kind of the big heady stuff, you know, what is the meaning of life kind of stuff. While at the same time, I was immersed in technology and specifically immersed in the world of business planning. Uh, Palo Alto Software is just an absolutely awesome company. And as a result of my experience there, I was actually there for 13 years total and every day speaking with entrepreneurs, uh, some of them dreamers, some of them really far into the process, uh, talking about business planning, financial forecasting, getting funding, growing their business. And I think really what happened with me as a result of being immersed in these conversations on a daily basis with entrepreneurs, was I realized that, you know, these are people who are just like everybody else. The differences and the characteristics are that um, when someone says no, or that's impossible, it really fuels them to go to the next level and, and to prove what they're working on. And, when someone says, hey, you know, it's time to, to wrap it up, that's when they pick up the steam and, and work even harder. So I really got to see um, and, and, and really, I guess, search for these common characteristics among entrepreneurs. I always knew that that would be part of my journey, but being immersed in that world was just critical,
0: Jake, I love your background, and I really resonate with it. In fact, I went to Providence College in Rhode Island, so I really am familiar with Middlebury and that region, and I actually chose to stay in Rhode Island, or I should say in New England, so I could be close to Sugarloaf, USA, which is a ski-on, ski-off mountain. We had a condo as a family. We had a ski-on, ski-off condo at Sugarloaf, USA that I would definitely make the trip up multiple times every winter, and just love that mountain. I just love New England as a whole, even though I will have to give it to the West most years for just the terrain and snow. There's nothing like a great snow day in New England because we get overly excited because it doesn't happen very often. No, this is true. And then also I love the fact that you went West. I mean, you went all the way out to Oregon and you found something that you resonated with. And I love your phrase about how entrepreneurs get fueled when people tell them they can't do it or it's impossible to be done. And that's exactly... My fuel for entrepreneur on fire because I saw something that needed to be filled—a void—which was a seven-day-week podcast interviewing people like you, Jake, inspiring entrepreneurs, and people who I respect in this industry to this day, and who have taught me so much. The top people in my industry told me it couldn't be done, and that fueled me to make it happen. And you know, obviously, they have to kind of shake their head now and admit that that wasn't the case. It obviously is possible. But that is the kind of fuel that sometimes we need as entrepreneurs. And obviously, you've used that in many points of your journey, which we're going to focus on right now. But before we do get to the specifics, I want you to share with us a success quote, Jake, something that really lights your fire. So take okay. it away.
1: Awesome. I'm going to go a little bit off the reservation here and give you a quote <laughs> from, uh, from Sean Carter, also known as uh, Jay hova Yeah. Um, so uh, Jay-Z said, I will not lose for even in defeat, there's a valuable lesson learned, so it evens up for me. That means a lot to me. I think that really this whole entrepreneurial journey, and I would even venture to say that our journey in life is about walking away with value and sort of redefining the criteria on what does it mean to win and what does it mean to lose. Uh, I'm in a situation where, you know, I get bored if I'm not curious and learning and sort of in that being educated mode all the time when things are just running perfectly smoothly that's when I start to look for the next thing
0: <laughs> that comfort pond that I just had a discussion with on our last interview with coach bert he really talks about why do you want to wallow in that warm bath water that's already been used that comfort yeah yeah it's warm and it's comfortable if you're not pushing yourself to fail if you're not pushing yourself forward then it's not exciting for people like yourself, Jake, and it's not inspiring people like me to continue to drive forward, and that's the true essence of an entrepreneur. So let's turn that focus to you, to your journey. You're our spotlighted guest, Jake. Share with us a story of a time that you just failed, when you just fell flat in your face, and what lessons did you learn?
1: I think, John, that my failures in in my career and uh, and in business specifically but I think again also just bleeding right into the personal I think that you know it's gray we can't just bucket things uh, have mostly to do with uh, the characteristics that I would consider to be both uh, my strongest characteristics but also sort of my curses and they have to do with trust and running under assumptions that that everybody else sort of operates uh, from the same foundation where I come from Um, In terms of honesty, ethics, hardworking, you know, earn it, those kinds of aspects. And so for me, you know, the handful of times that I've had to uh, let team members go or the handful of times that I've had to uh, terminate partnerships, those kinds of things, they've come from this place where uh, there's this realization that what I wanted, what I saw in terms of the value in the relationship what I saw in terms of the potential in the relationship, no matter how hard I'm trying, no matter how hard my team is trying, it's just not happening. And sometimes you just have to, uh, to realize that.
0: So Jake, that's an aerial view. We deal with specifics here at Entrepreneur on Fire. We deal with real life stories and lessons learned from that. So share with us a real story and take us there with you.
1: Okay, that sounds great. So I'm going to go specifically to as we were building uh, Shear ID, I'm one of three co-founders here. I uh, work with uh, co-founder David, who oversees sales, uh, Marcy, who's our chief marketing officer, and then I'm sort of the operations and, uh, and visionary on the team, I guess you could say. And we realized that it was really important for us to bring somebody in in order to establish that, uh, that you know, high-octane sales culture. And so we went to our network and brought somebody in who had just killed it. Everything that he had done in his career was just fantastic. He came into the environment that we had created and slowly but surely we realized that he just, you know, not to, not to be cheesy or use cliches, but he just wasn't in it to win it. He was kind of operating in this uh, holding pattern every day. And we worked with him to help him understand, you know, where we needed him to help us build this company, steered him in different directions. And in the end, it became painfully obvious that it just wasn't a fit. And I have to say that the conclusion that was drawn there was, you know, no no burned bridges. We were always very open and transparent about what we were looking for against the performance that we were getting out of this individual. And it ended up being a mutual decision, I think, really healthy for, uh, for both sides of the table.
0: So Jake, I love this because so many people within Fire Nation are entrepreneurs, they're entrepreneurs, or small business owners, they're about to take that leap, or they've just taken that leap, and maybe they're doing it on their own, or maybe they're doing it with a partner, or two in your case, and we have heard so many horror stories, just like we've heard success stories of partnerships. So for Fire Nation, break it down for us, what do you think are one or two of the major reasons why your triple partnership is working at Sheer ID?
1: You know, I I appreciate that question because there's a core philosophy uh, that I run by, and that is be a co-founder, not a founder. And what it really comes down to for me is bullet point number one, uh, the personal relationship has to be there, and you have to listen to your gut and that little voice in your head. Any doubt in terms of, Honesty, transparency, work ethic, those kinds of things. It just needs to be surfaced as early as possible and dealt with very clearly. Uh, But the other reason why I uh, have this philosophy of being a co founder and not a founder is man, this is tough stuff. (laughs) This is not easy to eat, sleep, and breathe your vision every day, every moment. You know, we don't punch in and punch out as entrepreneurs. And to share that, you know weight of the world on your shoulders that weight of the world distributed you know divided by 3 that's something that i think uh, an individual can handle and a team can handle if you're sitting on an island you're not working with like-minded individuals you don't have a team to bounce ideas off of and and to sort of ground truth your assumptions i think you can go really far really fast in the wrong direction and unfortunately hindsight's 2020 in that situation
0: I have to echo all of those sentiments because, Jake, with Entrepreneur on Fire, I was the sole founder and that was going well for a certain period of time. But then I did reach a point where I was not going to be able to continue to grow the business in the way that I wanted to without bringing on a full partner. And so my girlfriend, Kate, left her job. She came on as a content creator for all things Entrepreneur on Fire. And at that point, being able to split the weight, as you put, of the world now onto two shoulders instead of just mine opened up so many doors of opportunities, which brought us from a -a five-figure-a-month business to a -a six-figure-a-month business in just a handful of months, which again, could never have been done with just me alone having to run everything. So, Fire Nation, if you can find that right co-founder, if you can find that right partner to bring in, even if you started things on your own, the weight of the world can be divided. I love that message, Jake. And let's use that to transition to the other end of the spectrum because you share with us a failure you had with a partner you brought on that just didn't work out for obvious reasons. But let's talk about a light bulb moment. Let's talk about an idea that you had at some point. You said, wow. This is me, Jake Weatherly, the bat out of hell. And this resonates with me. What was that moment, Jake? And what steps did you take to turn that idea, that aha moment into success?
1: You know what, John? I look at life uh, basically in chapters, but it's a choose your own adventure chapter. (laughs) I
0: love choose your own adventure.
1: (laughs) So fundamentally, I think that uh, we're here basically up and through our 20s until you hit 30 to just learn, just be a sponge. 30 to 40 I think is your opportunity to make your mark and then 40 moving forward is your opportunity to leverage that content or that position that you've created for yourself, whether it's, you know, hitting the speaking circuit or writing a book or, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with sort of the, uh, the passive income that you can create if you stack it up properly in those earlier chapters. And so for me, each one of those chapters have had sort of their aha moments that have, you know, accelerated me to the next level. Uh, but specifically, I think uh, bringing it down to, to this business that we've created here at Shear ID, uh, there, have, there was an an aha moment, one specific meeting where the light bulb went off. There was this theme that I had been seeing where basically a customer service problem, verifying that somebody is currently enrolled in college verifying that someone did or is serving in the military, verifying that someone's employed right now as a K-12 teacher in order to give them a special offer that's exclusive to them or give them a discount that's exclusive to them. There was this one meeting where I realized, you know what, that's easy to do in person at the cash register because most of these statuses come with some sort of identification card, employee identification a student ID card, those kinds of things. But doing that online or over the telephone was really impossible. People were literally asking their customers to put the order process on hold and go and find a fax machine (laughs) and wait like two to seven days before the customer service team would say, yep, okay, we believe you. Go ahead and move forward with that discount. Wow. A perfect formula to decrease your conversion rate and to basically incent people to abandon their shopping carts online or hang up with you on the telephone, right? So what we saw was that there are databases out there, the the enrollment database at a given college or university, the Department of Defense database for military service records, employment databases at uh, school districts, the list goes on and on. So we created a software solution to what was traditionally looked at as a customer service problem and solution. We basically receive questions from an individual who's raising their hand saying, hey, I want to prove that I'm eligible for this special offer. We send those questions to the authoritative database in real time, and we come back in hundredths of a second with an authoritative answer.
0: I mean, that's finding a niche. That's finding a void that needs to be filled out there in the marketplace and aggressively filling it. And Jake, you and your team need to be commended for that because, you know, it's something that obviously a lot of people knew about but weren't willing to tackle. And you, your other two co-founders said, this is something that we know that we can fix. And I haven't done this in a while, Jake, but every now and then I like to have one of the founders share the name story. And with Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, for me, it was a name inspired by Stuart Scott of ESPN who was just saying, LeBron James is on fire. And then that brought me back to the NBA Jam games back in the 90s when you would hit three shots in a row and be on fire. I knew that everybody would understand what it meant to be on fire, in the zone, crushing it, dominating. And that's what all of my guests on Entrepreneur on Fire are doing. They're dominating whatever niche industry or business that they're in. What's the naming story behind Shear ID? Because I love it.
1: It's an interesting one. So uh, David, uh, one of the three co-founders, is actually David Shear, S-H-E-A-R. And I think nowadays there's a certain reality related to your domain name being taken or not taken when you're naming a business, right? Oh, yeah. And, And so as we worked through this concept, it all just... Kept coming back to this idea of transparency, a uh, super easy, uh, seamless way to prove that you're eligible for something. And so I kind of had this light bulb go off over my head as David and I were talking about different names. I mean, we were throwing around random things.
0: Right.
1: We, we had uh, literally on the table, top five was Rad Planet. Oh, wow. I'm kind of glad that we're not rad. Yeah, me those. too. Yeah, I pretty cool. <laughs> you might not right be a guest today. Um, so as we're talking through it, I'm like, sheer. Man, that's it. It's 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 transparent. It's easy. It's seamless. Sheer ID. We want be we want people to be able to prove something related to their identity or affinity or membership or status in a totally sheer way. And uh, it's also action oriented. Um, I think it really describes what we do. The only problem that we ran into there is we started with email addresses that were name at sheerid.com. And so it only took about three or four conversations that I overheard with David on the phone with a prospect or a customer. No, that's david.shear at dot D.com. <laughs> And so I, I, you know, lobbied pretty heavily with his family to uh, support him changing the spelling of his last name, didn't win on that one. And uh, <laughs> he went ahead and, uh, and accepted the name and we moved forward. And it's, uh, it's been, you know, no looking back ever since.
0: Awesome. I would have just said, just go with first name at ShearID.com.
1: And that's what we've done since.
0: <laughs> so Jake, real quick for us in just one sentence, boil down the lesson that you would like Fire Nation to walk away from, from that aha experience that you had.
1: You know what? I think uh, what it really comes down to, I'm just going to use three words. It's actions and not words. I guess that was four
0: words. (laughs) Or just say action, not words.
1: There you go. Action, not words. (laughs) I think really what it comes down to is, and this is what inspires me every day, and what I think is interesting about, you know, fundamentally the American dream, fundamentally entrepreneurship worldwide, you can literally create something out of nothing. I mean, that's what you and I are doing here right now. So true. Connected, you know, in the ether. You hit record. And after oh we're
0: shoot, done I was today, supposed to, I thought you were hitting record. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and after we're done today, you know, there's going to be this content out there for the world to uh, to consume on on you know their own on their own terms, and I love that, and that's what we've done here at Sheer ID. We basically connected puzzle pieces, we took action, we broke it down into baby steps, and here we are.
0: Love it, Jake. In Fire Nation, action, not words. So shut your pie hole and take some action. And Jake, let's bring things to present times. Let's talk about what you have going on right now. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just really has you fired up today.
1: I think for me, it comes down to uh, the acceleration that we're experiencing. Um, We've been fortunate enough to uh, close some really big deals with tier one retailers, uh, some of the leading online resellers with you know endless catalogs of products and services. And as a result of these companies standardizing on our eligibility verification system and process and software platform, the network effect has started. So they're pitching their vendors, give us your student products, give us your military discounted SKUs, And those companies are now coming to us and saying, wow, we are so well protected through this reseller that's using your service. We want this direct. We want this with all of our other resellers. We want our telephone teams to use this. And it literally has ignited. It's just going like wildfire, man.
0: Mm, See, that's the beauty, Fire Nation, of creating something that is an obstacle a challenge for so many people out there making it the best making it great and then you can sit back I'm sure that Jake doesn't spend millions and millions of dollars on advertising for sheer ID he's now got to the point where he's lit that flame and the conflagration has just taken over in a really really powerful way and Jake before we hit the lightning round let's thank our partners. Do you have a passion for mobile apps, but you're not quite at the point where you can create them on your own from scratch? I love the mobile app industry because I think apps are insanely beneficial for businesses both big and small. Creating easy access to content for customers should be a business's number one priority. I know that creating a mobile app sounds like a ton of work, and again, you might not be a programmer. But if you're passionate about mobile apps and you've even thought about creating a business around providing other businesses with apps, then I've got great news for you. At Business Apps, they've created several highly customizable themes, all of them completely white label. That means you get total brand control. So regardless of what industry your clients are in, from restaurants to realtors, Business Apps has an easy to build customizable mobile app platform that will impress. Visit businessapps.com, that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-Apps.com, and create your free account today. When you have an important project on the horizon, but it seems like you have plenty of time between now and then, it's easy to put things off. You think, oh, that can wait till tomorrow, but then tomorrow comes and you end up saying the same exact thing until you're out of time. Design projects are one of those things. As a person requesting the design, you might not realize everything that goes into creating a beautiful logo that not only looks gorgeous, but that is a true representation of your brand. Explaining what you need to a designer takes time, and by putting that off, you're only delaying the inevitable. If you go to a designer and tell them you need something by the end of the day or tomorrow, they're likely going to tell you that you're crazy. At 99designs, it's easy and affordable to get a design you love within a week. Just fill out the online brief, get dozens of designs, and pick your favorite. Visit 99designs.com fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And Jake, this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round. All
1: right, let's do it.
0: This is where I get to provide you with a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? That
1: sounds like a great plan, John.
0: <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I think um, I'm pretty meticulous, and I like everything in the right order and organized in order to then pull the trigger on a decision. And I realized that uh, iteration and creativity and uh, you know, trying and measuring and fine tuning was a better way than sitting in some vacuum and creating the perfect thing and then rolling it out.
0: It's that lean startup methodology. Get that minimally viable product out there, Fire Nation. The sooner, the better. And Jake, what's the best advice you've ever received?
1: I think the best advice I've ever received is to look at the flow of money uh, globally like a river. And if you can create a business model that basically dips a net into that river that's already flowing, you know, dip your net into the Mississippi. Don't dip your net into the seasonal stream in your backyard.
0: (laughs) Can you share one of your personal habits, Jake, do you believe contributes to your success?
1: I think a lot of it comes down to um, just passion and belief and enthusiasm, you know, my, I think my mom would describe me as just a naturally curious kid, so I'm always listening. the radar's always on, and as a result, uh, opportunities that, that most people wouldn't even recognize, uh, they're sitting waiting for us around every corner, And I like to think that uh, because of those listening skills and because of my natural curiosity, I'm able to recognize those and, uh, and move forward relatively quickly on, on implementation.
0: Love it. Do you have an internet resource, Jake, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: You know what? This one's going to be a little bit controversial, John, because it may uh, decrease some people's productivity, (laughs) but I have to say mine is Reddit. Uh, I think that Reddit literally is this community that allows you to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening almost in real time. And uh, it's really interesting. I think there was a, a post that I saw on Reddit not too long ago that uh, television news is uh, there to tell us about things that we learned yesterday.
0: <laughs> Love that. And Reddit is an exclamation point on that fact. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about today at com slash Jake Weatherly. Jake, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Man, I love reading. You know, I'm like a three book a week kind of guy. Um, And as a result, a lot of the people who I've worked with and and I'm good friends with, they'll send me books. Uh, The one that's got me going right now is uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller, uh, one of the founders of the Keller Williams uh, Real Estate Group. Um, It's an interesting one in that you know, there are all these systems out there in terms of how to focus your energy and how not to be too reactive and how to move your objectives forward. And I think Gary Keller does a really good job of breaking it down to literally the one thing that everything else rolls up to and therefore, you know, daily, hourly sense of accomplishment.
0: The one thing powerful. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jake, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: You know what? I would sit down, I would find a really great inspiring environment and I would write and write and write and I would read and listen and then write more. And I think that goes back to what I was saying in terms of being able to create something out of nothing. I think we live in a world where content is king. And if you can create content, From an authentic place, that's your perspective, there are millions of people out there who are basically thinking the same thing, but a little too sheepish to raise their hand. And that's going to resonate really well with some community out there. Um, So just get it out there.
0: Jake, one theme that's developed throughout this interview that I love is listen. You have brought it up multiple times and Fire Nation in this world with so much white noise out there. If you can really just listen and really cut through the craziness and the madness to really what matters, and you can, again, do that by resources like Jake brings up, like Reddit, or by really focusing on the right books or the right podcasts, and you actually listen, the amount of opportunities that you will find will be incredible. It'll just be a matter of you choosing which one you want to pursue, and Jake, I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey. I mean, your intro that I read right before I called you got me all fired up. And I know it fired up Fire Nation when I read it real time. And what I want you to do now, let's end it on the other side by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: Okay, that sounds great. So uh, direct email, jake at sheerid.com. Uh, The company website is SheerID.com, S-H-E-E-R-I-D.com. And then uh, my parting advice would be, um, I think what it comes down to is just don't be afraid. Go for it and break it down into these baby steps because if you take care of each one of those little pieces – you'll wake up and you'll have this enormous thing that you've created.
0: (laughs) Well, Jake, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about. Your contact information, sheerid.com, at eofire.com. They can either click on the podcast tab or enter Jake in the search bar because your show notes page will pop right up. And Jake, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you. And we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: JLD, it's been my pleasure. Thanks a million.
0: Fire Nation, if you're interested in creating your own podcast, then I'd love to invite you to join me as I share some of the most successful techniques and tactics I use here at Entrepreneur on Fire during our live Podcasters Paradise webinar. In addition to sharing my best practices, I'll also give you a sneak peek behind the scenes so you can see exactly what the Paradise community has to offer. Claim your spot at our live podcast workshop today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.